Okay, you guys, let's be real. Getting yourself and your kids dressed in the morning, is this a constant battle? Yes. Do we need to make our lives easier? Yes. So I'm going to tell you about something. Stitch Fix is a way to now get style for the whole family. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. And now we can get it for our kids. That's right, new kids boxes. They offer sizes 2T through 14. So get started today at stitchfix.com slash kids slash the lucky view to try Stitch Fix with a no styling fee and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash kids slash the lucky few. Hey friends, welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast, where we are shifting the narrative by shouting the worth of people with Down syndrome. This is Heather, Mercedes, and Micah. And we're so excited to have you join us today on the podcast. Um, so friends, we've been doing this a little more than a year. Woo-hoo. And it's been a blast the whole time. And we've been learning and growing together and figuring this thing out. And we're making some changes. And so we're, this isn't our new season. This is our non-season. Yeah, it is. Non-season, <laughs> yeah. which sounds like nonsense. And I feel like there's going to be some of that. <laughs> some of that. All of the above. <laughs> all of the above. No one is surprised by that. But we've got some feedback from you guys. And guess what? You're not just going to have us for like 10 episodes in a row and then a big break. You're getting us every single week in your phone, however it gets there, your computer, your earbuds. I don't know the technology, but somehow (laughs) you're going to get to listen to us every week. And we're so, so excited to get to spend our weeks with you. Mm -hmm. And we can only do this because you listen. So thanks for that, guys. Um, For our our non-season season is here. (laughs) So what we would love from you guys is if you can reach out to us and let us know what you want more of. We hear back from you um, from time to time, but we'd love to know what do you want to hear? You can reach out on Instagram at the lucky few pod, leave us a message, or you can email hello at the lucky few podcast.com and continue to interact. We love interacting with our listeners. We love to hear from you. It means so much to us. So um, before we get started on today's topic, we're going to do a little intro music. So welcome to the Lucky Few Podcast non season. All right, friends, so we are recording this. I'm going to let everybody know a few things with this new, it's the new format. Um, we are going to be as raw and unedited as possible. If you're a longtime listener, you might be like, oh my gosh, those episodes were edited. Yeah, they were. All right. We, we actually did have some things edited, but we are not really doing that anymore. So we're going to try not to cuss. If we do, <laughs> we'll put an E for explicit and then you'll know. And that's exciting. Um, but we're just coming at you raw. And so I want to set this up for you guys. It's the, it's the beginning of summer when we're recording this. Uh, Mercedes and her family and my family are at Forest Home Family Camp Woo-hoo. together in an office space with our amazing editor, Andy Lara. And Micah is in San Francisco where she lives in her car driving home. I'm in my car. Because, so, because I, I, I blame the San Francisco United School District for this one. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> because they were, supposed, they were supposed to bring a bus to my house. 
Hey girl. <laughs> so if it, you're like, wait a second, that recording sounds bad. It's cause it's bad. Cause she's in her car <laughs> driving through the city, but we're just keeping it real. She's getting to I'm her house. Very safe. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's good. She's hands-free. Um, I mean, if you saw the picture of her right now, she's for sure hands-free because it's just like a nice big close up. <laughs> just like my nose. <laughs> Some sunnies. She's looking good. Uh, but I love that this kind of puts us right into what we want to talk about this episode. And that is summer, right? Summer with our kids. I think that it's um, it's a lot of things. And we were talking about this before we got on recording. And one of those things is you have an expectation, like the bus is going to pick you up, your kid up for <laughs> summer school, and they don't. And it's summer, and you have to figure out where, what you're going to do with your kids. Um, which sounds harsh, but I think all the mamas out there know what we mean. So let's talk summer friends. Let's talk summer with our kids. Um, Mercedes and I are here at camp and I'm just going to get started. All right, everyone, here we go. Macy. Yeah. So I think that summer vacation's hard with my kids. Um, particularly Mace, my sweet little Mason. So she's going to be 11 by the time this comes out and transitions are hard and the unexpected is hard and getting out of routine is hard and that summer right like Mm -hmm. we go all the places and she wants to know what what's next what's next what's next what's next um and sometimes you don't know what's next and that's the fun of it and sometimes i feel like it's easier to just stay home and not go anywhere um but we don't do that because we hate being home but well we don't (laughs) hate being home i don't like being trapped (laughs) that's I said that wrong but what do you guys think about that do you ever feel like um summer then all of a sudden everything's different and that affects your kiddos or and that like you have to process through that like what are you gonna actually gonna do and you have to process through that in a way that you don't necessarily have to with your neurotypical kids I don't know what do you think Merce um so for it depends on what we're doing. So we've got a couple of things planned for this summer that um, are similar to last summer. So um, family camp this week, the things I go into knowing that we're going to family camp is that we are entrusting others with our kiddos and with Sunflower, and she's still on a pull-up. So things like she's in the five- and six-year-old class, kindergartners, usually they're potty trained, so... Now I'm kind of explaining to this new group of young people too. So at Forest Home, it's a lot of <laughs> young staff. Like yes. this may be their first summer working at the camp or something like that. So I have to know I'm going in training mm. others um, who maybe have never been exposed or even worked with a kiddo with Down syndrome before. So um, I just have to be prepared to let them know all about sunflower and not assume that they have it covered. Um, and then also be okay with asking for extra assistance for mm. sunflower um, and letting them in such a way that it's non-negotiable. So like I walked into class and I'm like, and I would like her to have a one-on-one helper. They have um, here at Forest Home CCAs. Heather, what does that stand for again? Child care assistant. Child care assistant. So every teacher has a group of CCA girls that comes and helps during the class. And I asked for a one-on-one girl for Sunflower because they go, they walk around a lot. They 
what I call hiking because they're moving a bunch of five and six year olds from one spot. Oh my gosh, it's quite <laughs> quite a scene. To <laughs> another spot that's just far. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Sunny will follow a line and she's great, but sometimes she has moments where she sees a bug, so she'd rather crouch down and stare at the bug, mm-hmm. try to catch the bug, you know, and she needs to have a one on one person to help scoot her along. Right. Keep her on the track. And um, and then also, if she were to go number two, not telling anybody that she has to go potty so they make it to the bathroom, but actually goes in her pull-up, I need to explain to them that you might have to change your diaper. Yeah. Are you okay with that? Yes or no? And the answer must always be yes, because I won't accept no. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, here yeah. at family camp. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> um, but being okay with that. there. Mm-hmm. I think it, starting out in the journey, I was kind of like, oh, I would get offended or maybe a little bit concerned if someone was like, no, or not, um, not quick to be accommodating. But now I'm not offended, you right. know, five years or six years. She just turned six years into it. I'm like, well, these are just her needs and you kind of have to accommodate, especially yeah. if we're, um, here as a family at camp, this is what it looks like to come alongside our family, um, for Shaver yeah. Lake. So another trip we take, oh, and so for Forest Home, they've been doing great. We showed up, the teachers are so great, accommodating, not worried about how to come alongside Sunflower at all, and that has been everything to us. Yeah. Even at night program, when our CCAs come to our cabin and watch our kiddos, and Andy and I get to have our own time, uh, we've come home each night and all three of our kids are asleep. That's like a a blessing. (laughs) So that's been great. Shaver Lake, um, last year we went for the first time and it's camping. So tent camping, Sunny's all about it, but we actually think she has altitude sickness, um, really bad. And so we were, and it's all a guess cause our sweet all kiddos, it's like hard to pinpoint. Do you have the flu right now or what's going on? But, um, we think for her it's altitude sickness. Now we're going again this summer and, um, Andy will tent camp with Rhodes and I will get a cabin with mm-hmm. Sunny and Shepard. Um, and so we're going to see if that makes a difference because we noticed that cold weather and altitude is what takes Sunny down. Mm-hmm. But if we're, I don't know, in a cabin, I don't know. It's guessing. She might be sick again. Yeah. <laughs> and was, was that your first time? With, actually, so was, maybe it was the flu. Like So we, maybe. So that's why right, we have to so try it again. Right. And it's with another group of people. You know, it's that experience thing. There, It's with another group of family friends that we want to um, go on vacation with. And we would um, like to make it work and figure out how to make it work. So it becomes a summer tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year we're going to try it out in a cabin and meet up with them, but that might not work. So then it's going to look like for next summer, do we even go? Yes. I think my, yeah, the biggest thing for me with summer plans or anything outside of a, um, structure that we're used to is flexibility. Like that's everything. You gotta be so freaking flexible. Yes. And the thing, like you said, with forced home being here, like when you're going into, or not even just necessarily forced home, but if you're going anywhere where someone else is helping with the kids, yes, that you have to prepare them, right? Like the teaching and the prepping, um, it's a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't think people realize that. Like, it's a lot to constantly have to tell people how they should and shouldn't interact with your kids, and mm-hmm. and I definitely we do it, and it's important, and keep doing it. But there are moments where I just feel like this is like I'm just tired of this, friends. Like mm-hmm. just 
freaking figure it out. Right. You know, but I would never do that. I just right. like that in my heart. <laughs> right. Um, which again is why I think it's important to f- make sure you carve out time where you're with people that you don't have to explain, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. where you're with, whether yeah. it's families who have a loved one, a kid with down syndrome, which Mercedes and I do that with some people like those trips are like an exhale. Right. Cause it's like, Oh, we all, all of our kids are obviously very different, mm-hmm. but there's that similarity that we don't have to explain to each other. Right. Why we respond a certain right. way to our kid or not, or why our kid responds a certain way. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I find with Mace, yeah. yeah, as Mason's gotten older, and part of it's her personality blessed. She's like just a little bit anxious and um, we have to be flexible and training her for what's to come. Mm-hmm. And so like, for example, transitions have become really hard as she's gotten older. Like how do we get from point A to point B successfully? Yes. And that's all day, right? right. Like you, everybody transitions all day long. All day. And it's so hit and miss and it's like a mystery, right? Uh-huh. Like we're trying to figure it out. Like what happened? What's happening in your mind? Oh right. my gosh. Are you feeling overly tired? Are you overly hungry? Right. Did you hurt your toe? I don't know. Did someone say right. something mean? Yes. I don't know. Like, are you scared of this kid? Right. Are you like, oh, the list goes on and on. And whether she knows exactly how she's feeling or not, can she communicate that? Right. And so we've done like, for example, at camp, um, we knew because of our last couple of years here that getting her to leave a space that she's at, like with her friends to go with us to go to the pool or to go to lunch or whatever, every transition feels like a lot. So I have found that social stories are a godsend. And I think we should do an episode on social stories Mm -hmm. actually. Um, and dig a little more deeply into that. But I wrote a transition social story for her (laughs) and it, it worked a couple times. And then yesterday after the program for the kids, she refused to leave. And, um, like I'm used the things that I've had to do that the whole time I'm like bubbling, like, I mean, seriously, so irritated in my soul the mm-hmm. whole time, but I, I've had to be like, you know what? Mason wants to be the last person out of the room. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It irritates me. Cause I pick her up. I want her to come like, let's just go. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. Just, Hey, time to go. Mm-hmm. And you see all the other kids like run to their moms. They're like pumped to go. <laughs> and Macy wants to be the last to leave. She wants to watch everybody leave. She wants to party to the end, mm-hmm. right? The, until the last song right. plays. And so then we waited out, we waited out. And then yesterday she just didn't want to leave. And when she was five and six, I could pick her up like easy right. peasy. Right. And she's 11. And so physically it's hard to pick her up, but she also hates it. She doesn't mm-hmm. want to be moved. She's her own person. person. And yeah. So are five and six year olds, but like she's no, I get it though. Know? She's 11, those double digits. Yeah. Like she's preteen. Totally. And we should treat her that way. Yeah. And so it's hard to pick. Right. Like you would sunflower. You, I'm like, get over here. <laughs> You've got no more opportunities yeah. in my arms right now. Yeah. We're leaving. <laughs> and it's kind of, it's kind of a normal air quote thing to pick up a five, a five or six year old. Yes. 100%. But not an 11 year old. Not 11 year old. And Especially so, the added pressure. If she has down syndrome. Totally. I don't like things that make it seem like Sunny is even more. It's appearing more incapable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's so hard. it's like, there's all those layers and, and I hold all that going into vacation, whether it's like, we're going to a hotel or we're going on family vacation, like grandma's house right. or we're going, whatever it is. Like I hold that and, and it feels heavy, yeah, you know? And so then how do we prep for that? Um, and social stories are a big thing, but the thing for me that I've had to learn the most is like, shake it off, I know. you know, like it, what's the worst thing here. And yesterday the worst thing was I had to sit 
I, well, I did have to move her out of the room physically because <laughs> they had to lock the door. <laughs> well, time was up. You have to go, Mason. But yes. But I said, hey, Mason, I'm going to have to pick you up and move you yes. out of here. And she's like so mad about that. But I get her just right outside the door. Mm-hmm. I said, Mason, when you're ready to go, like I, the expected behavior is that you get up and we transition to lunch. And when you're ready to do that, I'll be here. Yeah. And I had to sit there for about 10 minutes. And so in the moment, I'm like... I'm, I've, if she wasn't so heavy, I would pick her up and throw her. Right? I wouldn't do that. Okay, <laughs> oh listeners. But like that feeling inside of like, I'm out of, I need control here. Right. Um, and then on the other side of it, it's like, I just sat there for 10 minutes. What's the big deal? Like What's reminding myself, deal? I'm going to have to adjust. What's the big deal? You know? It's really hard though. I have Ugh. those moments. And anytime I have to make sunflower do anything, I think that like... That boiling is also kind of like, oh, because it's not the first time. It's not going to be the last time. Mm-hmm. It's an ongoing, it's ongoing, every day, maybe a couple times a day thing. Mm-hmm. So it's a quick trigger and a nuisance. Mm-hmm. And you have other kids to tend you have to. Other kids, and that's always my big thing. Unless Andy's around or I have a helper, it's really hard sometimes to sit with Sunny till she's ready to go. Right. I don't. I'm like kids are running other places. I have to save everyone. Yeah. Like it's, it's just hard. And I see that at camp. I see it this year, especially, and maybe this is what you were saying about Mason. You didn't see until like three years ago, but Sunny just yesterday, she loves camp. She's having fun, but it was time to transition. And I think she was being silly because the teacher and helper said nothing happened, but she wasn't ready to go. So she hid behind chairs and then she hid under a stack of chairs. Mm-hmm. And so they had to come find me and cause she wouldn't get out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh no, what happened? I'm thinking something big happened, but I think she was just being silly and sassy and then got herself stuck. Yeah. And then she got, I helped her. Nobody could get her out because you couldn't drag her out. It was too dangerous. She's under a stack of chairs. Oh, so we had to show her how to army crawl out. And then she got out like, Hey guys, here I am. Right. Let's keep going. And then it's like, okay, problem solved. But um, they were really worried. They were like, what does this mean? And sometimes I do think Sunflower gets overwhelmed with not being able to verbally communicate. Yes. But having a lot of people constantly ask her questions Mm -hmm. that she knows she can't. She knows the answer in her head, but she can't verbally communicate. So it's exhausting for her. And I think that brings out the behaviors, whether they're, they're always usually silly and more of a shutdown than anything negative like she's not really a, a hitter or anything like that but I ha- I am seeing that they come out with her just becoming quiet or retreating or getting hyper and just running around laughing yeah yeah and something you said Merce about like um they like that when you got there they said oh nothing happened she just went under the chairs yeah and then it's how like, do I know there's that there's always something that happens right like for our kids there's always something that happens and we could have been in the room and been like oh I don't I didn't see it either right and that's a mystery like that that's, that's, that's so mystery. hard it's like I don't know what's going on and I right. want to help you you know like with Mason I see her like she's just I can like see the burden on her of how hard it is to get from point A to point B, but I don't know what's happening in her head. Like, how right, can I, right. how can I help you? Maybe I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything to help you. And the thing that I've learned for her, like for us is I, I got to wait it out and I got to shake that off, yes. you know? And it's not that I'm a bad parent. It's not that she's like her non-compliance isn't a, a result of me being a bad parent. No, You know, there's other layers to it. 
and we're asking a lot of her. I think we're asking a lot of our kiddos um, when we take them out of their routines. Mm-hmm. So, because they have to all of a sudden, their understanding has to be quick to yeah. change. And I just, it's you know, sweet Down syndrome. They're yeah. not quick. Not quite. Not, not quite. quite quick. Not that <laughs> quite quick. Not quite quick. And then, the, <laughs> but then here's the other thing. Um, and I see this like when we do when we travel anywhere really because we travel a lot as a family and it's not just at camp it's everywhere we go like in the airport maybe she's not going to want to move how are we like how are we going i'm always trying to think ahead right and trying to get ahead of it but for camp this week what's been awesome is um there's a thing here called canyon park that has like this giant swing like you have to wear a harness and helmets and you do this big swing and there's this thing called uh what's it called adventure trail no trail Oh shoot. It's called it's something. It's like a ropes course though, yeah. right? It's like a three story. You get harnessed in and you like walk across balance beams. You walk up these steps. It's three stories tall. It's, it's terrifying quite frankly. <laughs> and truly, of course, our middle daughter, she's been doing it for years and no fear. True. But Mason's never done it before. And so I, I think about, so this is my whole process. We're going to get to Canyon park. It's a long walk. Long walks are hard. Right. It's hot. That makes first it even hurdle. harder. Yes, first hurdle. Get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then once we're there, I'm assuming that Mason will do not none of it. Like she's gonna watch and she's happy to watch. And so then we're in line for the giant swing, and she's got this new little friend here, and she does the giant swing, and it's amazing, amazing, right? And so then it's these moments of like, this has given her an opportunity to shine and to mm-hmm. succeed at something and to conquer fears. And to build confidence, mm-hmm. like things that are just priceless for any kid. And mm-hmm. I feel like especially our kiddos with Down syndrome. And so she does a giant swing. And then True and I are up on the ropes course thing. And she's just watching. And the next thing I know, she's got a harness and a helmet on. And she's walking <laughs> up the steps to me. And I'm Yay. like, girlfriend. And then she walks up to the tippy top. And she's like going for it. And August, sweet August, who's an itty bitty, he also did. Got a harness. I don't know if they make them that small, but they do. And a helmet. And walk straight up to the third floor. And I just, it's just those moments of like, this is, we did this it. is why we do the hard things. Yes. Right. Like this makes it worth it. And then the next day, even though I have an expectation of we're going to go to the lake and then we're going to go to the pool, we're going to do all this. We may sit in our cabin for three hours <laughs> reading books, you know, cause there's no TV. <laughs> ah, the balance. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. I feel like I need, I need like a t-shirt since we do a lot of t-shirt design ideas here. <laughs> That just says, and that's okay. And that's okay. <laughs> However, you're going to do this, and that's okay. Um, is Micah here? We lost Micah. Okay. Um, Heather. Yes. So, um, I was thinking of uh, also with summer. Do you guys pause mm. your therapies for Mason and Augie? How does that look like for your family? Um. So our, yes, because our kids are only getting therapy right now through school. Mm -hmm. And so all of that is on pause. That's like a whole other topic though, Mm -hmm. that we should be getting therapy (laughs) other ways. It's just not, it just isn't happening in our lives right Right. now. So, um, because it's, because school's out, therapy's out. Right. And that feels tricky though. Like I feel guilty about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, okay. We need to start every morning with this like 15 minutes right. of sight words and this math thing. Yeah. And now you've got to kick up the right and the intentionality yeah. at home. And then we wake up in the morning. I'm like, all right, kids, let's do the sight words. Like, you're the worst yeah. mom ever. <laughs> so I'm like, fine, forget it. Forget- <laughs> We're just going to lose all our progress. That's how I feel. Oh We're going goodness. into 
fifth grade in kindergarten with nothing. With nothing. <laughs> Brand new. Back to the basics. <laughs> I know. What about you? Um, so we homeschool and I've been kind of on a therapy hiatus <laughs> just cause I feel like we got burnt out. Yes. Um, but we just recently picked up OT and through our insurance. So we'll probably keep that from this for the summer and you'll still do Terry Brown, right? So we'll still do Terry Brown. Yeah, We're still doing Terry. Yeah. So we'll do, there's some weeks we're missing cause of vacation, yeah. but other than that, um, I think we're going to take a break for the most part. And do you do anything extra though? Like, do you feel, do you feel the pressure of that? The pressure of like, okay, my kids can't just sit around all day. Well, we do. We definitely keep active. Like, um, swimming is my big goal. Independent swimmers this summer, Mm. uh, or at least semi-independent swimmers this summer, like not using floaties, head underwater. That's my goal this summer. So we have the pool option. We have the beach. So we definitely get outside every day because staying home really is not an option for my kiddos. But um, other than that, like I want to seek out. That's kind of been my thing right now is just seeking out um, sports opportunities just for the kids. Like Rhodes will probably start up Taekwondo and I don't know. I'm excited about those things. So activities. And Sunny's really interested in her bike right now. So I feel like swimming and riding a two wheeler or at least getting, she's really good on a tricycle, but, um, a bike with training wheels is kind of hot. It's wobbly wobbly. for her. Yeah. 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 So I guess mastering that. So we have some more physical activity that I think we're just focusing on. Yeah. That's good. She always needs help with speech, but I feel like that's a lifetime thing. I don't know. I know. I don't know. That one's hard for me. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Oh gosh. I know that's a hard one. We'll talk about speech soon. Friends. Uh, Micah. Hey girl. Yeah. There you are. All right. You're here. We're so glad. So we're talking, well, you know, we're talking about all things summer, but, um, does summer ever feel extra hard because you have a kid with down syndrome or it just feels like it's always felt does that question make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so a little a little background to how our summers usually work around here is that I'm I have I we live far from my family. We live all the way across the country from my husband's family. And one of the promises I made to myself when Chris and I moved out here 10 years ago away from our families was that I would like prioritize getting my kids quality time with their grandparents and cousins and aunts and uncles. And so Chris and I kind of made a deal that July would be like big chunks of time we would spend every summer with family. And so what we've been able to do that where we go to Chris's mom's in Philadelphia and we stay at her house for a couple of weeks and swim every day and do all those things. And, and we go to my parents' house and, do a big cousins camp trip together, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, after after Ace came around and we started having, um, you know, he started having feeding issues. He started having all of his therapies. Um, going away for a month started to feel like I was taking something away from him. Mm-hmm. and And I started to really kind of struggle with like, 
Should he be here? Should he be going to speech? Should he be like um, getting, making sure that he has the right kind of uh, help for his eating? And there have been a couple of summers where he has lost weight while we've been visiting family. And I've kind of had to to deal with like the guilt of that and, and, you know, make sure that my priorities are where they're supposed to be. And I've kind of struggled with that. Like, is it more important for Ace to get enough calories every day or to be with um, his grandparents and, you know, create those relationships? And so, and I keep choosing those relationships um, and kind of just praying that, that all the other things fall into place um, and, you know, you, I think you have to make choices like that. Why do, why do you choose that? Why do you choose the relationship over the therapies or like those or other needs? <laughs> no. Or his health. no, no, no. We are choosing his health, but to like explain your, why that feels like a priority. <laughs> well, you know, uh, we talk about this. Ace isn't the only person in our family and right. he has two big brothers who, um, I also want them to <clears throat> know and love their family. And this is, you know, it, I could talk for a long time about how hard it is to live far <clears throat> from everybody, to live, to live a plain distance from any, um, any relatives at all. Right. And that's not how I grew up. And that's not, it doesn't, I don't think, represent how I feel about family, if that makes sense. Right, right. Um, like, I, I didn't move away because I needed to get some space, you know? Like, I and and we have amazing families. So, I, it, I just want to prioritize time with family. I want it to be where, I want them to make memories. I want it to be more than just little hops in for um, a couple of days at Christmas. I really want them to think of summer and think of being with their grandparents or being mm-hmm. with their cousins. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it does mean that ACE isn't getting intervention in that in that one month. But I've also had people um, say things to me that have given me a little more peace about that. Um, at one point, his, his early childhood PT said, um, you know, it's good for kids' brains to turn off for the summer and just focus on their bodies. Mm-hmm. And um, and they, in that rest, things that that maybe they were struggling with um, physically or even in other developmental areas um, actually, like, click because they just have that space to process and rest. And, um, and I've seen that. Like, we... We go to my mother-in-law's and we swim every day and Ace loves swimming and it makes him stronger and, and it has built um, muscles. And that's actually like the, he learned to walk at her house. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so I think that there's, there's a lot to like having that space being out of your ordinary life and, uh, and just like whatever happens kids when they have that kind of rest you know everybody talks about how much kids grow over the summer all kids right and I think there is some that you just like things you're you're when your mind has some time to rest so your body catches up mm-hmm. 
So that's at least my that's at least what I tell myself. Well, and I'm assuming, I mean, Ace is alive and well. So it's right. like the, he had the two summers of losing weight, but you're also mindful and on top of it. And it's right. not to his detriment. Right. So it it probably right. feels like, um, I don't even know if it felt scary, but like heavy at the time. And I could see that how that's a hard choice to make. But I think it's also an interesting conversation like that our kid with Down syndrome actually isn't the nucleus. Yes. Like we have a whole family unit. And that's- how do you... I was going to say that Heather of like how much I think as a family who has a person with a different ability, a part of our family, or I could even picture this also with families who have, um, medically fragile children that you have to fight so much to create family norms so that like your whole family is actually functioning like a family. Yeah. And I feel that's even even an like you just your advocate role is everything it's for every child it's for the whole it's, universe it's for the whole <laughs> universe i just think about that i'm like goodness we really have to fight to make it's like okay we got to fight for services now we've got to really be intentional about giving time for breaks right. <laughs> so that we could just be family right. like it's just um i don't know it's all just staying on top of that and just looking at the your child but your child as in a part of the family also right as the brother or the sister as the son or the daughter and make sure those relationships are forming like i love to see sunny with her brothers in a new atmosphere mm-hmm. in a new place also making memories yeah. and having a friendship you know mm-hmm. and and like you said not making her having down syndrome the nucleus of our family because you don't know how that i don't know you just don't know how that transcends to the other i feel like um i don't know if this makes sense but siblings or how much it consume a whole family in an unhealthy way um and i think that what summer does is magnifies that because during the, the school year when there's the routine I think that like for me, at least like all of our kids kind of have their lane, they're doing their, their things. Space. Yeah. They, they've got their routine. They've right. got the things that they're doing. And then in the summer it can real easily be like, well, no, we can't actually do this thing because it's too hard for Macy or it's too hard for Augie or whatever, or it's too hard for me <laughs> to manage it. Yeah. But I, but I think that it is, um, yeah, like for me, it, the summers have really taught me to look at the big, big picture and not get caught up in the details. And like the big picture at the end of the day, my kids are great, you mm-hmm. know, and like they're, we're all doing the best we can. Mm-hmm. And maybe the day unfolded differently than we thought it was going to unfold, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow's a new day. Like Josh right. and I are always like, just last night he texted me, Mason was not great for the CCAs. And he's like, but tomorrow's a new day and yeah. tomorrow we can try again. And that lesson alone, I think for me as a human, it's good to remember all the time. And then for my kids, all three of my kids like today was hard and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll try again tomorrow. And if we need to just sit, sit it out, then we'll sit it out. Yeah. Right. Know, that flexibility piece is that like, flexi- especially when you're a party person too. Like I don't really oh like gosh. to sit st- stuff out. Me neither. And so when I have to, I'm like, okay, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I am an adult. I <laughs> I feel like with Macy's a party person too. And I want to communicate to Mason, like girlfriend, 
do you see what's happening here? You're sitting this out. You don't have to do this. No, you're know. making choices here. Anyway, we digress. We digress. Micah. I think it's hard too, but I, I feel like all three of us are, are fly by the seat of our pants kind of girls. Yes. Where it's like, let's do something fun. Right. And I feel like when I became a mom, I was like, I'm going to be a fun mom. And we're going to like, you know, jump in the car yeah, and fun moms ride to the beach fun. whenever we want. <laughs> right. No. And fun mom's not that fun to my kids. And well, it's really, I mean, I like letting go of that part too, of this, like, you know, we have to plan for the sake of, like, I have more than one kid who struggles with transitions. Yeah. And if, if there's not, and if I'm just like, like going to do something crazy, no one's going to come along with me and it's not going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, letting go of those right right we'll get those we'll we'll get that out of our system when we're just a together really, as moms yeah, a really fun spontaneous planning mom <laughs> who's organized <laughs> oh gosh i know if we were like hey kids we're gonna jump in the car and go hiking they'd be like this is the worst day ever and i would be like i should have packed a ton more snacks i should have sunscreened right. all of them we just put a movie on <laughs> Um, okay, we are going to start wrapping this episode up. Oh, shoot. You All cut right. out. You cut out. Say that again. Um, oh, I'm going to add one more thing. Yeah. I'm going to add one more thing. So I did. This is my first summer, and I'm going to let you guys, all of you listeners out there know how it goes. But um, this is my first summer to sign Ace up for speech camp. Um, and, you know, this kind of full uh, leaving leaving behind his usual therapies and wondering if that's good for him or not good for him. So while he's at my parents, he's going to go to a local college's um, speech pathology camp, like where people who are getting their masters are Mm -hmm. kind of working it out with, with campers over the summer. And so um, I feel excited about that. I feel good that Ace is going to have a little bit while we're traveling of, reinforcement with his speech and yeah i'll i'll let you guys know how it goes i want to hear about that so we'll revisit at the end of the summer for sure i love that you found that you found that yeah it's so good okay friends we're gonna take a little break to hear from our sponsor and when we get back it's gonna be time for some good news All right, friends, we are back and it's time for the part of the show that we absolutely love and that is take us take it away micah Oh, we're here for good news. We're here for good news. It's summertime, summer fever. Good news. Good news. Woo. G-O-D-E-W-S. Good news. <laughs> okay. Um, I shared my good news, but I'm going to share it again. That Mason in August climbing that sky trail. Yeah. I can't even in their tiny harness and helmet. Like, like that was their job. Oh, bless my heart. Get, get on up to the top of that sky trail, girl, boy. (laughs) What do you got? Um, Mercedes. Um, good news. I think Sunny's determination for swimming and riding her bike. Like it's something I just want to encourage because I see her desire. She already thinks she can swim, but she just sinks to the bottom. (laughs) So we are working on it because I love that she tries. Yeah. Yeah. Good news. Uh, 
Um, I mentioned this casually and almost jokingly just a second ago, but Ace's, Ace's weight has always been one of the hardest things we've dealt with as a family and his, his like willingness to eat, a big struggle. Um, and it's just really gotten better and better. And I just took him for his annual checkup and he was 30 pounds. Bye and bye. we've been working so long to get to 30 pounds. Yes. So it feels like a really big deal. That's huge. That's that huge. is good yeah. news, Micah. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, my name is Abby Bradshaw and I wanted to share some good news that I had about my friend Jake. Um, we're both seniors at my high school and we did a musical together this spring, and he finished his fourth and last musical in high school. He's been a part of all four, fully included in um, our top-notch shows, which has been amazing. And it was just announced that um, he got prom king and is graduating um, cum laude, which is amazing. So um, his GPA has just soared, but more than that, he's just a super compassionate kid and has been super fun to be friends with throughout high school. So that's my good news. Thanks. Bye. Okay. And please, friends, we want you to call in and leave some good news. Head over to the luckyfewpodcast.com for the number and all the information. And then you will hear yourself here on the Lucky Few Podcast in an upcoming episode sharing your good news. So thanks for doing that. All right, friends, we have to stop talking because that always has to happen at some point. So <laughs> this is what I want to do. I'm wrapping it up. Think of something... Um, for all of our listeners who are getting ready to just do summer, but they're in it with their kids, like an encouragement to our listeners for moving forward <clears throat> in summer plans. Mm-hmm. Some kind of encouragement. What oh, do you, what do you yes. got? Okay. Um, get outside, try something new. So mentally prepare, um, get outside and be okay with any disasters that unfold. And, um, that's it. Just be ready. Be ready. <laughs> Just be ready, but still do it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> be ready to still do it. How about you, Micah? Um, I would just say have grace on yourself mm-hmm. to okay. not, you don't have to make a perfect summer for your children. And, um, and it's okay if your kid gets to take a break and rest and maybe it doesn't take big steps forward in some area of development, mm-hmm. um, that, that we all deserve time to rest mm-hmm. from our hard work. And that's what summer is about. Right. Love it. I would say my keyword this summer that I just realized on this podcast is be flexible Yes. and um, be gentle with yourself. Mm. And tomorrow is a new day and how, whatever you're doing, it's enough. You don't have to do more or less. Mm-hmm. You are enough as a mom or a dad or an auntie or a grandma or whoever you are, sibling. And your kid is enough exactly as he or she is. So mm-hmm. just embrace that. Mm-hmm. And then when bed, I mean, early bedtime and a glass of wine, right? That's not going to hurt anybody. Everything. It's not going to hurt anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. We're so, so thank you that. Thank you. Let's try that again. We are, thank you. So, we are so, so thankful that you joined us. And we also want to give a huge thank you to our editor and producer, Andy Lara, um, to our editor, not our editor, to our co-producer, Val Schleider, and to all of you who have shared the Lucky Few podcast with friends who have listened faithfully and who have cheered us on. We cannot thank you enough. So please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Do that as soon as this is over. 
Um, it means a lot and it gets our listenership up. It gets it out there more. And remember that you are dear, awesome listener. You who are supporting your loved one with Down syndrome, that you are a shatter of worth and you are a narrative shifter and you are enough. Enough. So have an awesome, awesome summer. And guess what? We're going to talk to you next week. All right. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Lucky Few Podcast. Bye. Bye. Deuces. Thanks for listening to Lucky Few Podcasts. Remember to review our show on Apple Podcasts and check us out on all social media at the Lucky Few Pod. You can also support the show now via anchor.fm just by going to the website, scroll down to the bottom, and you can begin your support right now. Lastly, send us your good news by going to theluckyfewpodcast.com and sending us a message via text, voicemail, or email. See you next time.